0: For most of our lives, we run away from failures, and we never realize that these failures are the biggest wisdom in our lives. They are trying to communicate something to us. Well, either stop doing what we are doing, or do something else, or practice more and become better, and don't give up. Well, I was not able to face my failures until I used this one extraordinary strategy that I'm going to share with you in today's episode. So remember, to listen till the end to know how i dealt with my failures and how you can do it too let's roll this episode well hey everyone welcome to living extraordinary podcast with your friend and host Shirish. living extraordinary is a feeling well this podcast is for all those people who want to live an extraordinary life for all those people who want to feel happy and alive every single day a life of your choice a life on your terms A life that you truly desire and deserve. Whether you're a teenager or 30-something, it's for all of those people who believe they have so much potential in them and want to build a successful life. Let's give it up to your extraordinary life with me, Shirish, in this Living Extraordinary Podcast. Well, hey everyone, and today we will talk something about that, yes, we all, every single one of us encounter. But most of us don't know how to deal with it and what's the importance of it. And I was there once, just not able to understand the true meaning and wisdom behind it. Well, yes, I'm talking about the failures. We all have our share of failures, and we're still failing, right? I mean, isn't it a part of success? Well, and I'm sure you must have heard about this statement too. I did also, but it didn't matter. Like, failure is a part of success. I was still not able to face my failures until I use this one super amazing strategy that I'm gonna share with you now. Well, I know what it feels like to fail. I fail too many times to count. It's embarrassing, frustrating, and often humiliating. It can make you feel like you're not good enough and that you'll never be successful. If you feel this way, I wanna tell you something, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you or your mindset. Life is beautiful, and there is light at the end of the tunnel. You have got everything within you to deal with any and all your failures. You just need to be okay with failing. And today, it's all about our failures. So, what do you think is the meaning of failure? Well, when you Google the word failure, the most common definition is lack of success. An unsuccessful person or a thing. Now, as soon as we talk about the word failure, people get uncomfortable they would want to avoid that conversation. And I understand because failures are generally associated with pain and embarrassment for most people. While well, people will laugh at me, what will they say to me, and similar emotions. But is a failure really just that? For me, the definition of failure is not complete. The meaning gives it either or, like failure is lack of success, I believe there is way more to failure than what the dictionary defines. And in this episode, I aim to change that definition for all of us. I aim to change the way we perceive our failures. Well, to do this, let me explain to you the science behind failing. Well, I came across this amazing and very interesting TED video by Eduardo, and it talks about learning zone and performance zone. When I decided, to do a podcast on this, I realized this is the foundation of understanding failure, and I would like to share it with every one of you. So there are two zones that we all live in, the learning zone and performing zone. Learning zone is where we learn, where we make mistakes, and it is absolutely okay to fail. This is the zone where we can experiment with new things, where failure is a part of a learning process. Think about how a child learns to walk, She would fall down zillions of times, but will not complain that she can't walk. That's learning zone, where failure is a part of our learning. Well, now then comes the performance zone. And performance zone, on the other hand, is where we perform, and failures are generally not accepted. This is our flawless zone. There is no safety net, and we must give all in to get top results. So, think about these zones with an example of a sprinter. An athlete's learning zone is all about practice sessions he undertakes and he's expected to make errors, right? To fall, to fail, to reevaluate strategies. But his performance zone is actual race or the event where he's expected not to make mistakes and be perfect and there is no room for failures, right? Simple. Well, these two zones complement each other. Well, by that I mean, you must go from one zone to the other zone from time to time. If you look closely, the performance zone has a very small window. Maybe that race or that presentation or something else. But we must live mostly in our learning zone. Well, that's how life is designed. But the problem is that most people are stuck in the performance zone. And they never operate out of a learning zone. They never operate out of their learning zone. And when we are always in the performance zone, we expect to be perfect. And we run away from failures. And by doing so, we develop a fear of failure. The problem is that there are so many things we are not good at. We can never learn new things when we always operate from performance zone. No wonder we feel we are stuck. It is because... We have nothing new to offer. Well, now, in this extremely competitive world, extremely fast-paced world, most people have forgotten about their learning zone. And that's a sad thing. Well, if you are in school or college, you are expected to perform every day. And not just in your exams or in your job. You're expected to deliver top quality results every day even in your household work or other areas, you are expected to be flawless. Or maybe you expect yourself to be flawless. Unknowingly, we are operating in the performance zone every time. Don't you? When I was doing my research on this topic, I realized something very interesting. We were not born in the performance zone. In fact, we all are born in our learning zone. Well, think about an infant. An infant will not speak from day one. He will learn it first. A toddler will not start walking from day one. She will crawl and fall. If nature wants us to be in our learning zone, then why do we live in a performance zone most of the time? The answer to this burning question was even more interesting. It all starts in school. Yes, unfortunate, but true. If you observe closely, the school should be a learning zone every day. And only exams should be your performance zone, right? But is it really true? Well, the constant pressure to perform every single day with weekly tests and assignments and frequent examination forces students to be in the performance zone all the time. And not just that, most classes are so competitive... And teachers or professors expect you to tell the right answers the very first time. And if you are not able to do so, you are considered a weak student. So most students push themselves out from the learning zone to the performance zone. And the cycle continues. From school, to college, to work, to every damn area of your life. Well, sounds familiar? Yes, to me too. So we get the problem here, like there are two zones, learning zone and performance zone. Now, ideally we should stay more in our learning zone and a performance zone should be a very short period where we are not expected to make mistakes. But unfortunately, because of this fast competitive world, we are always in our performance zone, right? Now we get the problem, but what is a possible solution? Whenever I had all the power and authority, I would revamp the entire education system to focus more on learning and failing. But chuck out those grades from the window and focus on the process of learning and failing and measure the progress not through exams, through efforts and determination, through teamwork and compassion, through curiosity and creativity, and not with competition. Well, being said that, now let's just zone out of this changing the education system. It would take few years or decades to change, and I'm sure I will be able to contribute to this change. But for now, let's focus on what you can do right now. Well, I want to empower you to take action, and therefore I'm sharing this super amazing strategy to deal with your failures, which I did, and it had a magical effect on my mindset. I no longer run away from my failure. is the most practical way that I have come across, and it works so well. I call this technique fail, which is first attempt in learning. To begin with, all you need is a perspective shift. Think positive about your failures and learn from them. Whenever you want to try this super amazing strategy to learn from your failures, well, get yourself a paper and a pen. If you want, you can do it right now. Now divide the paper into two columns. On the top of your left side, write failure and then below it, write a list of your failures. It could be one, two, ten of your failures, anything that you have failed at. Once you have done that, on the right-hand column at the top, write Wisdom. And in that column, write any valuable wisdom you have learned from each of your failures. Well, remember, you can have multiple wisdoms with a single failure. Okay, so think about it. If you have failed to follow a morning routine for yourself, then what did you learn from this? Is it that you are not a morning person maybe? Or is it that you don't enjoy that activity? So you need to write that wisdom. Let's think about other failure as well. So think about that you really wanna exercise on the everyday basis, maybe for a healthy body or to lose weight, but you have decided that you wanna really work out every day. But then now you realize that you have failed to do so, that you're not being able to be consistent with that routine. Now, that is a failure. Now, what is the wisdom that you have learned from it? Is it again that you need to commit better Or maybe the wisdom is that you don't enjoy it. Maybe you're doing it by yourself. Maybe you need to do with some other people to enjoy the process. So now can you see all these wisdoms will give you an opportunity to look deeply into what's going around that failure. Great. Now, after you've written all these failures and all the wisdoms, tear the paper in half along the fold right? So we had two columns, failures and wisdom. Now you have written failures, you've written wisdom. And now I want you to tear the paper in half along the fold. This leaves you with your failures in one hand and your wisdoms in the other. Now choose from the following four options. Number one, keep both your failures and your wisdoms. Number two, throw away your failures and keep your wisdoms. Number three, throw away your wisdoms and keep your failures. And number four, throw away both your failures and your wisdoms. Well, if you choose to throw away anything, ball up the papers and toss them into the trash can. Yes, it's your choice to see what you want to keep. Well, I chose to keep both because I like to see my failures and I like also to see my wisdoms. So I can actually see it Anytime that I'm doing the same thing again, I can see from the wisdom. Now, after doing this, I felt really empowered. And I'm sure you will feel the same way too. And I'm sure you will feel much better looking at your failures. No matter what people told you at that time, what did you feel in that moment, what matters in the end is the wisdom. The learning you can take from each failure. Remember, Failure is a part of success because failure is life trying to communicate to us, either to move us in a different direction or to help us understand to become better. Either way, it is not an enemy. It is to help us. Martin Luther King said, We must accept finite disappointment but never lose infinite hope. Well, the only thing that separates us from success or failure is our reaction. Yes. It's our reaction. Winners overcome the obstacles. One thing that changed in me after this activity is my mindset. I kind of became responsible for my failures. And now I don't get into the blame game. I have started questioning my failures. Why this happened? How can I improve? And what can I do better next time? And I realized, yes, failure happens. Be positive about it. Learn from it and move on. Remember, failure is a part of life. It's something we all experience and it's nothing to be ashamed of. The key is learning from your failures and using them to make you stronger. So don't give up if you fail. Use it as motivation to keep pushing forward until you reach your goals. I'm sure you can do it. And in the end, I want to conclude by saying, you should reward yourself for failures, yes. You should get applause from your like-minded people, your parents, your coaches, peers, hugs and high-fives. Well, after listening to this episode, share this on social media. And in fact, DM me your failures, whatever you've written, and I will celebrate your failure and learning with you. I believe in dreams that are extraordinary. But enthusiastic skepticism is not the enemy of boundless optimism. It's optimism's perfect partner. It unlocks the potential in every idea, and most importantly, in you. You can create a future that is in your dreams. Yes, it's okay to fail, because fail is first attempt in learning. Don't be afraid to fail. Fail to be afraid. Well, I'm Sharish, your friend, your confidant, and remember, I will always treat you the way you are without any judgments, because you are an extraordinary person, and you deserve to live an extraordinary life. Love you and loads of love and power to you. Do make sure to share this episode with your loved ones and people who need this. I'll see you around. Thank you.